Hi, I'm Kevin, and welcome to my podcast, Finding My Freedom, where we talk about our passions and what gets us up in the morning. Regardless of what we do for a living, how we get on with our lives, the one thing that brings us joy, the one thing that gives us ultimate freedom when we're applying it. This week I have Sonny Leilani and Sarah Martinez on. I met Sonny uh, earlier in the year. Uh, She's recording an album and decided that she wanted to come on the podcast. And we've been doing um, updates and different things ever since. I met Sarah through Sonny a few months later. And we talked about her healing practices and how she has been moving along with that stuff plus doing recording for people and different things like that so two of my favorite people in the world right now and we're going to talk about Sonny's two singles I Am Spirit and Water Is Life and we're going to do like we did last week too so what I'm going to do is play the first song I Am Spirit and then we're going to have the interview and then at the end we'll play Water Is Life it's very interesting how we got to all get together too because uh, Sonny's here in the States she's gone from the East Coast to the West Coast and from the West Coast to the East Coast quite a bit and uh, Sarah's in Germany so um, it was interesting in the conversation about how they're recording with each other but doing it across the ocean which I think is pretty cool sending the files back and forth and stuff so in this day and age you can pretty much reach out to just about anybody with with an internet connection which is really cool I know that's probably old news for for people but I just find it fascinating how we can connect now all over the world with just a click of the button you know just get on discord and uh, you can chat away, which I think is pretty cool. So, so the first single that I'm gonna uh, play is "I Am Spirit," and uh, I'm not gonna say a whole lot about it. I'm just gonna let you guys listen to it and take in what you can. I personally love this tune. I find it very uh, meditative uh, and spiritual, and. Um, I hope you guys all like it too. So, without further ado, Sonny Leilani and Sarah Martinez with I Am Spirit. Great spirit and I need rock 
I need the sun. I need the sun shining down on my brown skin. I need sun, oh, shining down on my brown skin. I need the wind. Oh, I need the wind to blow my black hair off my face. I need the wind to lift my black hair from my shoulder. away all my pain oh my pain rain wash away the pain lift my spirit back to the sky as the clouds roll by I'm, oh I am great spirit I need rock, sun, wind, rain. I am earth, fire, air, and water. I am life, I am love, I am spirit. Oh, great spirit, hear me pray. I'd like to welcome Sunny Leilani and Sarah Martinez. Hey guys, how y'all doing today? I'm doing great. great. Thank you, Kevin. Once again, welcome to the show. Do you guys want to talk about how y'all met and um, what that process was getting everything started? Yes. I Sure. Sure, yeah. I remember um, Nina shared Sonny's music, Nina Alvarez shared Sonny's music in Amanda Flaker's um, online community, Abundance Matrix group. And I just, there was something in my energy that really was begging for music sisterhood and, yeah, like just for, to belong to another musician like this I think and I was just over overwhelmed with like awe I think I was like it was like I was looking at like a rock star I was looking at like a few of uh, just someone who I completely could see is like a total reality changer and I was in love with Sonny's music from that point and I don't even I had not listened to um, any music with guitars in it, for example, or um, 
acoustic drums for years. Like I've been deep in like electronic music and ambient music, and so Sunny's music、mm-hmm. was like completely something <laughs> different for me, and、um, I just loved it. All the imagery and just the color, her colors, like the colors that she chose to have around her, and the beauty of everything. And so I think I just expressed my enthusiasm, and. That's how my love of Sunny began. What would you say, Sunny? Well, I'll jump right on that because Kevin, as soon as she reached out to me, I left her like I blew up her inbox. <laughs> I was like, bam! <laughs> she left me a little beautiful note, and it moved me so much. And next thing you know, like I was on sending her a message, voice message, because you know, like it. It's interesting because when. Sarah and I now have even had a pause, but what's interesting, like I sometimes I'm really in the mood to do the little type, the typing. But when I when I know that there's something that I need to, like that's really important, I want to I want to say it to Sarah or to my mom or something. So I just had to get right on the and and also what's interesting about. Um, I am and voice messages. It's like I I feel like if we have the right intent in our heart, like Sarah probably, I I just knew she wasn't going to be like I didn't feel like I was invading her space. I, so I just I just I trusted that it would be like exactly like welcome to her, and it it was. And I was going through the time that I was. Losing Tonka, and then and then and then Hunka got hit by a car.、Mm, yeah, and that's when I reached out to Sarah, and I was so I was really, I was really like vulnerable, but I was really open, and、um, and that was the beginning of our friendship. I think it was also the vulnerability that you had opened up with that allowed me to feel safe. Because I think that even you know sending voice messages, I was too shy to do that before I really struck up this relationship with Sunny. So not too shy, but just、um, I think I was res- yeah a bit more reserved and like、um, not used to having this like open allowance of like vulnerability, especially、um, online through social media and things like that. And、um, it came to me as like just an open allowance, and it felt like freedom and connection. And I'm just really grateful for that. Yeah. Yes, me too, Kevin and Sarah. Thank you, Sarah.、Um, I want to just expound a little bit about Amanda、um, because the reason why I think that another reason why I was able to go where I went was because I was. I I I, w- I I was kind of like two years into, like really following my creative urge every single day, and what's interesting with Sarah, it, Kevin and her her and I talked about this a tiny little bit, like we were maybe one of the very few musicians that were in、um, in that group, and I I I feel like.、Um, Our love for sound, and everyone in the group loves sound too. There's many healers in that group, but like I, I feel like we were too, like the two of us 
specifically came together because of the power of sound and creator creator saying like you are finding you know you're you found somewhat of a tribe but now you have the chance to even go deeper and find like even someone that's more um that's like we like creating the same like crafting the same creative thing that i'm crafting which is the sound and um and i i think that sarah you made a really good point when kevin asked the question about um like uh what brought us together like I, I definitely feel that music for me was a lot about lyric and the poem and word. And I kind of, I kind of want to, sometimes I want to just deal in sound. And I think that when you were attracted to the, my music coming from a deep electronic kind of trance or dance, like that was like, hearing somebody sing a lyric is a such a such a divergence from just being immersed in sound where you can think and imagine any word or uh you might even not see just color mm. so i feel like i feel like that's what was missing in my music kevin if you can understand that too when you're just creating pure tones on your guitar like sometimes a lyric person just wants enough the words are enough I came in really with the understanding that my role was to create a sound pool. Mm. Like to really like, you know, just, that's why I did the vocals in all the layers as well. And like the flute I think is even in layers because that's how I like to work with sound in like pools of sound. And I really enjoyed having the, the role with your sound as a supporting um, ambient, and I think there are other. There's other um, supporting ambients in there. Like, what was that? What's the other um, ambient instrument? The EV, which the... is super cool. Ah, oh, that's yeah. so nice. That one. Yes, wow. I knew you were gonna that's love so that, cool. Sarah. I knew that, and Kevin, love that. Kevin loved that too. It took it kind of transported Kevin straight away to a certain kind of time place like the 70s where we're wearing our bell bottoms and we're smoking a joint or you know just going whoa you know maybe eating a mushroom or something (laughs) (laughs) it was so expertly played as well and like danced around the different dynamics of melodies but it also took the track to a totally different place so that was really inspiring to hear that is that was that played by John Swanner. Yep. Well? Thank you for that's John uh, Swanna. Yeah. yeah, that's John Swanna. Now John Swan is a is like a jazz trumpeter, but somewhere back in his past he he had like a mass that was growing, a cyst that was growing like somewhere on the side of his face and it affected his embouchure on the trumpet. So it affected his his embouchure and he like, oh, he was just devastated. But he had ar- already been playing the EV, the electric valve instrument. I mean, he even had a talk with Miles Davis about, on some talk show, like about playing the, the EV. And once he, once he experienced that trouble with the embouchure, he kind of went full throttle with the EV. And I, I you know, I said to John, it, like everybody was like calling him for gigs for the trumpet. And I said, listen, you tell them you play the fucking EV right now. <laughs> and he's like, okay. I'm like, if they want you 
they will take you the way do playing what you are playing in this time of your life. And I remember John said, thank you. That really shifted how he like, he said, you know what? Yes, I do play the trumpet. I'm having a hard time playing the trumpet. I'm playing the Eevee and I'm excelling at it. So if you want me on your project, I'm going to be playing the Eevee. And he had to, he had to kind of stand his ground with that, you know? And Sarah, thank you for, uh, hear like hearing that because it's like it's it's um it's a it was a really hard way for him to make that transition and integrate the Eevee into his career when he lost his embouchure and he with the trumpet well I just felt like it was like really magical and very masterfully played it was yeah I love it oh yeah it took me back to the 70s like you wouldn't believe I just love the sound of that thing so, when you guys started recording, how did you tackle recording the actual physical tracks? I know, Sonny, you're in the States, and Sarah, you're in Germany, so was it uh, tricky getting all that figured out, or um, with the internet and everything, everything was just fine? I can expound at the start, and um, pretty much uh, what's interesting, Kevin, is pretty much by the time Sarah got the, I sent the tracks to Sarah, they were pretty kind of like, pretty much dialed in for her to kind of go in and create on, the, minus the drums, and which was interesting. Okay. Yeah, uh, the first track she worked on, Water is Life, there was like some very simple, like kind of like heart-based drumming, um, just, and... Like Mike, Mike DeMonte played the pieces, uh, the drums in pieces and built them up. And which I loved what you were talking about, like layering and stacking things. I think that that's what this record was. And I think that the way Sarah creates was like kind of perfect for that because she was, she had the freedom to just, so she took, she had the tracks at that point that were pretty much kind of like pretty much dialed her and then I she I just sent them in first was water is life and when she I said would you like to do a few more and she said yes and then then I sent the I sent the a folder a file over to her and then that that's how simple it was um and that and then she um she started to just craft in her own time in her own space um it was I've never um had that kind of process before where somebody's you know tracks that I hadn't heard before you know suddenly appeared in my um inbox and I was allowed to do add anything you know so I had this like freedom so that was really really interesting and fun because it like it gave me so much um spontaneity in my art practice and in my days because like you know, it came into into my world when I was in the middle of like many different projects that have, have been taking a very long time, <laughs> and um, projects that I've been editing and editing and editing and editing, um, because like I think beat beat creation with like electronic music is a little bit different to jamming, um, and there's a spirit from jamming and a spirit from live or or doing vocals that's totally different to um you know everything else so doing vocals by itself is very fun very free for me and um so with water is life i think i just started by um playing so um just jamming along with the track and i just um 
at many different layers. Yeah, as I mentioned, on like maybe twenty layers per track. <laughs> I love it. Is, you know, that's like part of a process of someone um, who. I don't know what you could say that is down to. I think I just like to sure. really have fullness with frequencies, and also because I haven't come through a path of like studying music all the way up to my you know thirties. Uh, I, I think I, I stopped studying music when I was still a little kid. So coming back to it, I had a lot of more freedom, which maybe someone who studied it maybe got taught out of. But I just had t- wildness and freedom. And sound ceremony, and um, yeah, so I would just kind of sing along to the track and then refine it and refine it. And I definitely put a, a little bit of a digital um, processing spin on my sound because that's just what I like. Because I like to work with the digital spirits a little bit as well. And yeah, oh, I love that. And because um, it's all about fluidity with digital spirits. So water is life, and also you know water these days, and the livelihood of water is so connected to lithium mining and lithium batteries are going straight into all of our digital devices. So I feel like there's it, it, it had a good um, like there's a sense of reconciliation and forgiveness by inviting in the digital spirits in a way which makes space for them. So that's why I work like that. Oh, yes, yeah, Sarah. I understand where you're coming from, especially when you first get the tracks and you get to start looping them. Like, whenever somebody asks me to play guitar on something, that's what I like to do, too, is just listen to it, live in it for a while, and uh, let the ideas come. And they come flooding in, and um, it's so much fun. Totally. It's so fun. And then, like... Um, the jam always ends up like complementing certain parts of the song and emphasizing or, you know, looping it, like dipping in and out. I think also choosing what to emphasize and where to um, pull back was also interesting with this process, especially with I Am Spirit, like because it's such an um, abstract uh, spoken word and ceremonial prayer track. Like, so that was really about sensing sound and sensing support through more of like a um, a healing session. It wasn't really like a, a track. Like I didn't approach that like a track. I approached it as a ceremony. Mm. The track I Am Spirit for me is just a prayer all the way through. Like, and I knew upon first hearing that track, I knew that that was like the first one I was going to do after Water is Life. And I knew exactly where the gong needed to come in, where the flute came in, exactly what the melody of the flute was. And all of the, like, it just felt like it hang, it, I could feel the balance of it. And I hope that I did it justice, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, when Tyrell, when Tyrell heard that, he was like, whoo! 
wee. How about Sarah plays that on everything? <laughs> like, you know, like, because what, what was interesting about Sarah and other, uh, her attention to details. Now, like when I was getting um, an email from her, I mean, I wasn't just, I wasn't just, it wasn't just a rattle, you know, it's a spider rattle that's made out of like six ping pongs that were from Indonesia. And then they're painted and they're like, you know, like I, and then, you know, llama toenails were what was creating the sound here. And it was funny because when Tyrell <laughs> read this, tra- when Tyrell read the translation, now he's a professional goofball like me, Kevin, right? He's like, uh, Spider Shaker, Sarah needs to play that on every track, on everything for the rest of her life. <laughs> totally. <laughs> but like that, that's how Tyrell and I were talking to each other, you know, because it was just, he was so blown away. And that wasn't, that was just I Am Spirit. Like, he, you know, like his dialogue with the other tracks thus far, he's just like blown away. But that was interesting because even though I Am Spirit is such a, um, just a clear, um, clarified prayer um, it was moving to Tyrell to feel how the power of each um, ceremonial instrument Sarah played for it and then the flute and it like so for someone just hearing that for the first time now after it was created and co-created by her and I then you have you know this really cool dude in Ham Lake, Minnesota, mixing all this stuff and then having his interpretation of it and his like first impression of it. And what's interesting is that song, I Am Spirit, that prayer or that prayer was written in the actual Om I productions. Like that that home, that building was where like the last five songs of um, world, of the World of Water collection were written in Minnesota and then right down to that actual house where the studio is. So for it to come full circle like that was um, really beautiful for Tyrell. Mm, and that wasn't planned. And now it wasn't. And it wasn't planned. No, it wasn't planned. That's creator. That's, that's spirit. Spirit brings, and it's what's interesting is spirit brings Sarah to um, Ham Lake, Minnesota singing from, you know, um, across the, you know, across the uh, Turtle Island and then Atlantic Ocean and then some land and then to back to the world of water. And um, it's just, for me, it's like, you know, creator spirit has its own, it has its own plan for us. <laughs> wow. Well said, Sonny. So... What are your plans for a release date? Are you just releasing the singles one at a time, or are you going to release the whole album, you know, like on Spotify, or uh, what's the plan for the release of the album? Uh, Kevin, that's a really interesting question, and I really kind of feel honored that Finding My Freedom, actually, I feel like um, I'm just... We're waiting to find out when divine timing, when the record will be complete. Uh, um, Tyrell just bought, like he has his own mastering equipment and then he's working in tandem with a, a like a, a mastering technician or I guess mastering tech guy okay. um, at a university in Minnesota in Minneapolis. 
but he's kind of doing it on his own. So as we speak, he's wrapping up, like doing all the mastering for the World of Water collection. And then next week, he's going to start doing, uh, finishing the drumming for the four songs that don't have the drums. And then he's going to mix and master that. So he, I'm thinking maybe f- fall, still fall, which we've been announcing. I used to, I used to say a, a month, but now I, we have it on the website as a fall release, which could be maybe late fall maybe top of winter but the way I see it is slowly and surely I've been kind of releasing um, bits and pieces of the record Um, some in their unfinished stages which is really interesting because the last podcast which was cool we actually talked about Sarah working on Water is Life you shared the Water is Life track without Sarah's um, collaboration on it so what's interesting now when when the record comes out people will hear will have like if they catch the podcast they'll know that like we were still sharing in stages and I feel like that's an interesting way I feel like I've started the release of the singles in a way or some of the songs and uh, the first and uh, uh, rich to be you know to just show how important you've become to me like you I, I I did that on finding my freedom oh yeah I totally agree and I love the fact that it's all documented and you can see the progress through the podcast over this last year I'm just wondering like a uh, release where you're gonna have all the songs available after mastering and all that oh yeah, shooting for fall or like late fall, early winter. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I really enjoy the fact that uh, we documented this whole thing. So you'll be able to go back over this last year and review where you were at in the different stages of the record being made. Yeah, and as as we get closer to, like, for instance, we're on a schedule now. It's really cool. Ty- Tyrell, Mel, and I, um, Mel, who's the, she's their, she's their, their gal that does all their social media and and all of their websites and my website like we're working in tandem now where we're sharing we're sharing posts and we're like kind of like we're cross promoting one another so I'm gonna go back and start sharing the podcast again from 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 start to finish so that like people can just keep uh, the presence of it and hear as it's grown so it's really nice to kind of use like the promo through the whole course you know sarah sarah got like she got some makeup on the other night right and then it something like something went her her schedule shifted and i'm like oh you have makeup on that's self promo times take those selfies for promo <laughs> like i'm always looking for a mo- like there's always like that's organic it's not like this like a not like a forced schedule because promoting should have joy in it and like when I when Sarah said she was totally on board I just said have fun that's all I knew how to yeah that's all I knew how to say that's all I felt urged to say to the creators have fun because how like I that's like to me telling them I can only give them an impression but to tell them what to play I can't that I, I've never been able to wrap my head around that yeah I mean it's great to give your special guests creative freedom especially but if you listen to what they do then you might get an idea and if you explain that idea to them there's absolutely nothing wrong with that you know like that's like the most fun about collaborating you know allowing the freedom and then getting these awesome creative ideas just sparked like crazy that's what makes it so much fun. 
it's been a, it's been a really absolute pleasure. And it's just the beginning. Yes, it is. Just the beginning. I just wanted to say thanks for sharing and congratulations, Sonny, on all the progress that you've made this year with your record. And I love the playing, Sarah, on the record. It's really cool. I wish you guys to come back again anytime. And we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. We we will. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> we love hanging out here. We love hanging out here. <laughs> Well, we love having you too, so. All right, so the next song is called Water is Life. And this is the remix with Sarah and her nieces, Ava, Catherine, and Diana. And um, we're going to get to playing this and then wrap her up. So thanks for hanging out. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, send me an email. And we'll talk to you on the next one. Thank you.
Sacred time.